Are you resisting jumping on the AI bandwagon? Do you hate it when someone says that they got something from ChatGPT? Well, if that is you, then you might be missing out on a huge opportunity to get more eyes on your products or your services. So keep on listening because we're going to be talking about why you need to be using ChatGPT or AI for content creation, and you'll leave with some ideas of what to post next. Hey, you. Your next level of expansion is here. And you're not going to accomplish it through hustle and grind. Oh no, not you. You allow ease and flow to come through you so that you can manifest the business of your dreams. Welcome to the Aligned Businesswoman podcast, where you get to be in flow and allow your strategic CEO to meet your inner goddess. This is the podcast for female entrepreneurs who want to strengthen their intuition muscle while applying simple and practical business growth strategies to accelerate. We'll combine energetics and strategy along with human design and your gene keys to optimize your business performance and results. Welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. Vanessa here. I have a treat for my ChatGPT AI lovers, and I have an eye-opener today for those that detest ChatGPT and AI. Now, because I know my audience likes to work smarter, not harder, I don't foresee that I have very many people that are like, no, I hate ChatGPT, I hate AI, I hate Gemini. I have a feeling that you guys are very curious if you're not already using it and you want to see what other tips, tricks, and hacks that you can use AI so that it can help you with content creation, content organization, just building your business. Before we dive into all of that, let's talk about the importance of having quality content and quantity. Because right now, all the other small business owners or even larger companies are using AI for content creation. Now, if bigger corporations, bigger companies are using AI to market their business for this, you know, for content creation, then I know that they probably have a bigger marketing budget than you do. So if they're having this really quality post, if they're having, you know, quality content and they have the budget to put ads behind it, then that tells me that it's going to take away visibility from the little guy, right? So let's talk about what Gartner Report said back before 2020, because they estimated by 2022, 20% of business content was going to be created by AI. Here we are 2024, and I know that we're just rapidly expanding. People are becoming more and more proficient in using ChatGPT and other platforms to create content. So I'm sure it's a lot more. In fact, I thought I heard a couple of days ago that it was like up to 29%. The study also talks about how 60% of business-to-business owners or businesses are using AI. So going back to what I had mentioned before, you know, as a solopreneur, which I think that most of you that listen to this are solopreneurs, or maybe you have a a team of one to two, but a lot of times these bigger companies are going to have a bigger marketing budget. So not only can they do market research to make sure that 
the content that they're putting out there is on point and that it resonates and it just lands with their people so it converts a lot quicker. But they also have the money to pay for ads. I believe that the solopreneur needs to catch up when it comes to marketing trends because another thing that I see, and I'm very guilty of this as well, is that we are in the fluencer content mindset still where we believe that we can fly by the seat of our pants when it comes to our marketing plan, but that we can also just post pictures of what we had that day for lunch, you know, our beautiful life, our our beautiful food, and how amazing everything is. You know, back when Instagram first came out, and I really feel like that was the rise of the influencer, right? That's what really sparked the influencer showing their life. You know, when that came out, and then circa 2017, 2019, um, you know, right before COVID, I felt like it was easy for these people to claim their stake because they're the early settlers, right? Just like TikTok, they say, hurry up and go your, build your, you know, when it, you know, back in the day, you know, go and build your TikTok account because, you know, there's not very many people on there, which means that the more followers you have, the more you look like an authority, which we know that doesn't necessarily translate to money. But, you know, I want you to imagine that like that was a different time, right? It was a different time where you could just share things and because there weren't very many people on there and everyone followed you. And then when people started to come on there, they thought, oh, wow, this person is an authority because you have this amount of followers. Well, that doesn't happen anymore because now what people want, especially after COVID, is that they want connection. They want to belong. They want value, they want to be able to, you know, they're, at this point, people are like, ain't no one had time for that. Give me value. Give me quality, right? Give me something that, you know, I feel like I'm not wasting my life. Like it, that gives me meaning. That gives me purpose. And so if these bigger companies are using AI and everyone and their mother is using AI to create content, we got to make sure that if you want to get on the bag wagon to use um, AI to create a lots of content, we want to make sure that it's quality and it's not watered down, right? So then what do you do? How do you make sure that you have quality content in the masses so that you are always top of mind for your ideal client? With the rise of AI and just a lot of people being on social media, I think they said like a couple billion people are on social media. And some people have multiple accounts, right? But with a lot of people um, being on social media and just a lot of information that we don't know we can trust, it takes a lot longer for people to see your content and trust us enough to buy from us. So what used to take seven touches now probably takes 34 or even more, you know, maybe even twice as much. Again, it's like almost every day that passes and people are getting into the online space for you know having a business or using social media as a marketing tool, the more that that number is gonna climb. So how do you create value? I believe it starts with getting very clear on your ideal client, your business of values that are going to be your North Star, your unique business approach, what you stand for, your client journey, their transformation journey, and they will have a transformation no matter what you sell. 
It could be a small little inner transformation or it could be a massive one. Even realtors provide a transformation for their ideal client. They go from, you know, needing a a dream home, you know, a a place that they feel safe and comfortable and they can be proud of, you know, that that is them buying a new place or they're ready to up level. So they need to sell the place that they outgrown. There's still a transformation no matter what you, you sell. Then all of this is going to set you up for a magnetic story. If your business had a genre, what would that genre be? I ask that because our business tells a story. There are seven components of that story. And that story is what is our marketing message. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that we are doing a lot of storytelling, but what we are translating or communicating with this story is who we are, who we help, the problems that we solve for them, the problem that this person has, more details about the solution or the plan that we have, how to work with us, what will happen if you work with us, what will happen if you don't work with us. You know, these are the components of a story that our ideal client must know so that they can put themselves in the shoes of the story to see if it's for them or not. If you're having trouble getting people to engage with your content, which has you feeling maybe discouraged so you don't even post as much, I invite you to purchase my workbook, The Seven Steps to Creating a Profitable Business with CEO Power Planning and Feminine Energy. I know it's a mouthful, but it's an amazing workbook with over 100 clarifying questions that will extract this information from you about these key components of your marketing message. But then it also goes in a little bit deeper about your business value. So that could be your North Star, your guiding light in everything that you do in your business, every decision that you make so that you're cohesive, you're on, you know, you're on task, you're, you're focused and you're moving forward. So check that out. I'll put it inside the show notes. Or if you purchase a blind strategy date, which is my introductory offer, a $97 spin will get you either a 60-minute call with me, a two-hour call with me, or a six-hour VIP day with me. If you get one of those, then you get the workbook sent to you for free. Again, this workbook is like your business Bible because it will help you create quality content in the masses without you having to do extra work because you're going to leverage AI. All right, so now let's go to the parts of the story that I want you to be thinking about because again, your ideal client, whoever is watching you, needs to understand where they fit and what they're fitting into as it pertains to your business. As I go through these key points, I want you to be thinking about what I had said before. Your business tells a story. So whether that story is going to be a movie script or an actual book that you read, I want you to be thinking about this. There is a character in the story of your business, correct? And that character is going to be your ideal client. They're going to experience a problem. A problem that causes pain or the problem that causes the lack of a desire that they want. So that's the second part. Like what is the problem? It creates a need. Why do they need you? And you get to list all the reasons why this character might need you. 
that directly relates to them buying that solution which you provide, that product or that service. The next thing that is part of this story is that that character has this problem and then they encounter you. You are a big part of this story because without a seller, the buyer can't buy something and vice versa. Next is that something, that thing that they want to buy, that product, that service, that plan, the framework, the, I don't know, whatever it is that you're selling that is going to provide a transformation for them. Now that they know what the solution is, what the plan is, then they need to know, okay, well, where do I go check out? How do I buy this? What do I need to do next? How long is it? What are the next steps, right? What is the call to action? Unfortunately, there are a lot of women entrepreneurs that get stuck on this part, the call to action, the next steps, because they have fears around selling. And what they end up doing is that they do something very cute and indirect. Your call to action must be very clear and authoritative in a way where it's like, yes, this is, you had to have confidence behind it, whether it's written or you're speaking it. I believe the best way to get someone to buy from you is to give them what they want. And this is the next part of the story. They have to understand what it's going to look like if they buy from you. They had to understand the benefit and doing it in a way where they're future pacing themselves, right? Or you're future pacing them. Like paint the picture of what it's gonna look like when they have that desire. What would success look like working with you? And they need a gentle reminder of like, okay, well, if you don't buy this, then this is going to happen. And there are ways for you to position that where it doesn't feel icky or anything but it's just a gentle friendly reminder of like you know this is this or this you know you could stay where you're at right here and then continue this that is fine and you get to detach from that you know that's another part like that's like a more of like a sales conversation but they do need to know what they will be missing out on now let's talk about the workbook the seven steps to creating a profitable business and how you can use that resource plus the seven components of a story to create more content using AI. The first step to setting yourself up for success by creating quality batch content using AI is to start with the seven steps to creating a profitable business workbook because it's going to give you so much clarity and the quality of your answers derived from the quality questions, the quality clarifying questions in that workbook is going to allow you to feed chat GPT, Gemini, or whatever AI system that you use for content creation, uh, copywriting, all the things. It will give you such quality and resonating content that you are eventually not going to need to have as much content out there. But the idea is that you feed it quality information that is in alignment with your marketing message. And what it can do for you as well, once you have all your answers from that workbook and you clearly defined your story, all the elements of your story, is that you can tell ChatGPT, I like to use ChatGPT because I actually programmed it to use subconscious marketing, um, just all the the neuroscience-based things of like what happens in the brain when someone reads something. Like I programmed it to do all that kind of marketing. So I have a version that I can upload a document 
and have it read my document and say, you know, based off of this information about my business, my business values, my unique business approach, my ideal client transformation, my ideal client profile, the story, give me 10 topics about this, you know, about this that I could speak to on Instagram. So it makes it so much easier and cohesive. So it doesn't water down your message because the quality of your input is so on point. But before you get all excited and you go get your workbook and you start doing all the things, I want you to take a step back. The quality of your answers are going to be only as good as the quality of your state in the moment that you answer the questions. Meaning, if you are distracted or frustrated or in a bad mood, maybe you aren't feeling well, you're not clear, and you're just trying to get the, you know, do the answers, get the workbook just over with, then I want you to put the pen down. Because in order for you to allow the connection, the energetic connection to occur with your ideal client who's, you know, probably in a different town, city, just not in the same room as you, you get to energetically connect with her or him or them. There is research that says our heart has a vibration or a frequency that extends six feet from our bodies. Same with our aura. And that our mind, our brain waves, will extend three feet from our body. And that is only what they can measure right now with the tools that they have. So don't just think it's woo-woo connecting with someone energetically by calming down and really tuning in. I mean, science has even proven that we connect through the spaces that we cannot see. I'm going to share one of these days inside the Aligned Business Woman Facebook group or maybe even on Instagram a chart from NASA and how they mapped what the different waves look like, microwaves, gamma waves, you know, just you know, ultraviolet waves, like where that is in the spectrum and then how our five senses can only pick up on so little that is what's out there. The reason why I make my clients map out their balanced work week inside the Profitable CEO Accelerator or my one-to-one clients is because it allows for time like this in their schedule. It is guilt-free because we reframe what it looks like to slow down because we really slow down to speed up. But this balanced work week contains of a goddess day and that goddess day is mapped out in their schedule as if it's an appointment with someone else. It's an appointment with their higher self, their, their intuition. So when you calm down, when you calm your mind, what ends up happening is that things that you weren't consciously aware of comes into your awareness. It's like you speed up time because you slow down and creativity flows. Now, I like to be a little bit consistent in my balance work week because it's just it's just best for my schedule. Now, if you have a different energy and energetic profile, you might not have it as uh, scheduled as I do. You might just wake up one morning and feel like, you know, I want a CEO day. However, creating a balanced work week framework for your schedule is going to help you with this content creation because again, it's going to allow you to rest your mind and then when it comes time to having a doer day where you're taking action, then you have that restorative energy, right? You have that clarity. 
You planned that out before. Now you got the idea. Now you take action. I won't go through the full details of what a balanced work week looks like because I've talked about them in past episodes. To come full circle, in my opinion, it is important to set up your balanced work week before you create content and you even do your business plan. Because if you have a business that runs you, you're going to immediately regret it, have resent. It's going to cause issues in your personal life and probably your health. So I like to start with mapping out what do I want my life to look like? And then how do I want my business to support that? So a lot of that is the balanced work week framework. And then from there, it will, it will tell you what your business values are, like what your core values are. And then that is what you begin with inside the workbook. So again, this is something that most people don't talk about. They go right out there and like they start using, you know, the trending things. And then pretty soon it's not even who they are. It's not even what they value. And so I invite you, my friend, to check out that workbook. Um, go back and listen to what the Balanced Work Week framework looks like. Or better yet, join me inside the Profitable CEO Accelerator because we set this up for you. Plus, we optimize your business. I'm all about creating habits and routines to help you work smarter, not harder. All right, I'll catch you next time on the next episode of The Aligned Business Woman. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Aligned Businesswoman podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Ann Miller, and I'm so excited to share some goodies with you. Head over to the show notes so you can grab your free gift and make sure to leave a review and join me inside the Aligned Businesswoman Facebook group. Until next week, bye-bye, my love.